Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Melanomat. I am your host, Pam, and I am still dealing with that after WrestleMania blues. Yeah. And of course, I am here <laughs> live and in person. Well, you know, not really in person, but I am here live with the best co-host in the world, my girl, Cashley. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am good. Tax season will finally be over on Monday and my job, my nine to five job will go back to being normal. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm ready for that. So today we have a couple of things to talk about. As you see by the title, we're talking about title unifications and wrestling stands. Now, on last week's episode, we mostly discussed all things that was WrestleMania, how our weekend went, a little bit of WrestleCon, and we did say we'd get back to the beautiful New Japan, AEW, and all things in between, of course. So yep. this week, Ms. Cashley is going to lead the charge for us. We're going to talk about New Japan. We're going to talk about some time unifications that's gone on with WWE, of course, and New Japan. And then we're going to get yep. into these crazy, crazy wrestling stands. <laughs> so, Cash, yeah. take it away. Yes. Well, to get started on the New Japan side, they had a couple of um, tours, of course. New Japan, they're always on tour. But one in particular that just wrapped up was the New Japan Hyper Battle. Uh, did you get a, get a chance to catch that yet? No, I did not. I will not lie to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'll try not to spoil too much because I don't want to run down the whole card anyway. But um just want to give some of my standouts for it because it was over, I think, over four days. So, of course, you know, New Japan stacks their cards like crazy. So um I'll just give my favorites. Um, some of my favorites was actually on the final night of Apple Battle. Um, one particular match was the King of Pro Wrestling match with um, Tai Chi and Toru Yanu. Uh, anyone familiar with the King of Pro Wrestling? Basically, it's a trophy, and whoever gets this trophy is now King of Pro Wrestling, right? Um, well, Tai Chi added a special stipulation to this match. It was kind of sumo style, but he didn't want to call it that. Um, basically they removed all the ropes from the ring and whoever tossed their opponent out was the winner. Um, since Pam, you didn't see it, I won't tell who won, but I will say that the winner did extend a challenge to Shingo Takagi, which I will get into later on in the stand segment, but he was challenged for the King of Pro Wrestling and he accepted. So wrestling Zantaku, you'll see a match for that, including Shingo. Um, the other match that really stood out to me in Hyper Battle was the junior heavyweight title match. Um, and that was with El Desperado and um, Sho from House of Torture. I think this time around, we saw a different El Desperado because I think he was more confident as a champion. Like, he knows he's leading the division, so he felt like he had to really step it up with his title defenses and 
it really is really coming out now in his match work. And of course, show with House of Torture, they can't do anything on their own. So there was a lot of interference, um, which is kind of expected, but it's kind of getting a little tired at this point. Um, and I think it kind of diminishes what Why they tired? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's kind of old now. Like you, you think one of them is in a match, you already know it's going to be some interference. So it's like, okay, whatever. But um, like I said, El Desperado was definitely the standout. Um, and then finally, the last match that that was really awesome was the World Heavyweight Title match, and that was with Okada and Zack Saber Jr. Now, I got to say, this match was very hard to watch. And not because it was bad, but because Zack Sabre Jr. is that good. You want to see yes. parts get twisted around? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. ZSJ fan like, for life. Loves him. Like, and he says something. He's like, you know, I'm not the same wrestler I was when I faced Okada four years ago. And he he's right on that. He's not the same mm. wrestler. Like... If it's possible for somebody to get better, he got even better. <laughs> and I guess wow. I won't spoil it because I know you didn't see it, but go to New Japan World. Oh, I'm watching it tonight. Check out that match. Yeah, check out that match. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. That. <laughs> yeah, that was, like this. Like I said, that was crazy. Like, you want to see body parts get twisted around. You want to see someone turn into a human pretzel watch that match um another standout for that evening was the reveal of will osprey's protege um he released some kind of vignette a while back saying that he was bringing in somebody um and it's someone from all japan actually like i said i won't give away any spoilers but it's someone from all japan so if you're an all japan fan you probably know who i'm talking about if not Go to New Japan World and check that out. Um, well, that's pretty much it from the New Japan Hyper Battle side. Um, but they also announced matches for Wrestling Duntaku, which is their next big tour this summer. Um, it's going to start May 1st, and they've already amount, announced three of the big matches that they're going to have. So it's going to be the junior heavyweight title on the line, the IWGP World Heavyweight title on the line, of course. And then the King of Pro Wrestling uh, trophy, that's going to be on the line as well, along with other matches that they stacked the card with. But um, they did make that announcement. Um, the G1 Climax is coming back this summer. It's going to be during the summer for the first time, I think they said, in 21 years. So look forward to the no G1. Way. Yeah, it's always during the summer. It can't be 21 years. I just went to the G1 finals in 2018. Yeah, that, that's what they said. I don't know. <laughs> I Them people lying. Too, but yeah, they, they lying. The G1 finals was April 12th, if I'm not mistaken, April 12th, 2018. And I know because I, I was there. And that was definitely yeah, so that was like three, I April, so I mean, like three years ago. That was like three years ago then. Yeah. Yeah. Three, four years ago. Yeah. But yeah, they announced that um they announced that tour. They haven't released the um the participants yet. Now I'm gonna try to set up a bracket 
I mean, my ego hasn't recovered from my New Japan Cup bracket being totally shattered. So, <laughs> but so I'm gonna Just I'm gonna busted. try to put one together, and let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I already know who I want to win anyway, but let's <laughs> oh, let's see goodness. what happens. <laughs> Well, um, if you put up the bracket, we will definitely be posting it on all of our socials. So if she yes. makes the bracket, we will post it. Yes, definitely. Um, but they should probably make that announcement um, probably towards the end of the next tour. So probably in a month or so, they might release the participants. But anywho, uh, moving on to the next point here. Um uh, AEW and New Japan World apparently have some sort of deal to where they will offer streams of Dynamite and Rampage with Japanese commentary, of course, um, for New Japan World for Japanese fans only. So um, is this a sign that we may get our big fantasy uh, event that we've all been looking for, the New Japan AEW uh, Are you talking about me finally getting my golden lovers? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, please. Will we finally get Okada and AEW? I mean, yes. they've been hinting at it. You know, we've got Suzuki. They did defend the Japan United States Championship yes. on AEW. So mm-hmm. shout out to Tyson. Yes, I'm saying your real name. Shout out to Tyson <laughs> for finally bridging that gap and uh, getting that to work because. When we spoke about it, he said they would never deal with him ever again. So the fact that they are now doing all of this, progression, growth. Yeah. We, we are here for it. We love to see it. Yeah. And, and and that would be awesome to see. And I think the crowd would absolutely love it. And I'm pretty sure you and I would try to make an attempt to be in attendance. So, <laughs> so now, like, now, you, be- now, you know, I'm going to be like, let, let us go. Let's, let's go. Yeah. We, New Japan is having it. <laughs> we gotta go. If they do that, yes. actually, let's foreshadow a bit. If that happens, they have enough time for all in, all out, whichever one they call it now. I don't, I don't honestly, I don't fully keep up that well. Uh, for all out, which is one of their biggest pay per views in Chicago, mm-hmm. for them to have some New Japan event happen during that so if that happens right and they announce okada they're gonna sell out i'm just i'm mm-hmm. foreshadowing oh yeah or if they just have yeah. him pop up or mm-hmm. maybe even double or nothing next month oof, oof, oof. okay i'm not get ahead of myself let me let me slow down now. <laughs> well yeah i mean they're all gonna be stateside for at least the next couple of months because they have the windy city riot this weekend um, in Chicago, I think they just had an event in Philly. Um, and then, of course, they're having another one in D.C., which I have the ticket for and will be in, a, in attendance. So, of course, I'll come back to the Melanin Matt to discuss that and show all the pictures and all that good stuff. Um, well, that's Absolutely. pretty much all I had for those points, but. Anything you want to talk about before we move on? So, in regards to AEW, 
Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't quite touch on this. Uh, this came out last week, and it was in regards to AEW's own CEO, president, whatever his title is, mm-hmm. as we've always discussed him, Tony Khan, coming out and saying that majority of troll Twitter <laughs> accounts are bought accounts to hate on AEW. Um, oh, I don't know if the cocaine was good that day. I don't know if his plug gave him some new stuff. Um, that was just weird. But I will say this. It came out of nowhere, one. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm not going to say he's 100% wrong. I'll definitely say that uh, the amount of troll accounts that I've seen hasn't been from mm-hmm. actual real people. Like, someone posted this tweet this week and it made a lot of sense Mm -hmm. what it said was that people who like AEW are just tired of WWE's product and people who like WWE Mm -hmm. are just loyal fans to WWE and other wrestling Mm -hmm. fans just want to watch wrestling and I agree with that a thousand percent true so do I think that People are paying to make bot accounts. I think so. I think that's possible. I mean, in the music industry, it happens all the time. So why can't it happen in the wrestling industry? But the random like point of it being brought up was just so so left field. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty weird. I just think the timing of it made it seem like okay, Tony. Yeah, sure. Blah blah blah. But <laughs> I don't think yeah, that he's exactly wrong. How it and I, I guess what made, and I guess what made them look into something like that, like you, like did you devote time to look into that, or to have this independent study done? Like you actually devoted time to that. I guess that was the weird. I think thing. so. I think that you know when you get a lot of trolls that comment constantly the same things over and over and over, it's kind of like. Um, when certain people like politicians get the same troll over and over and over and you're like, okay, all right. At this point, it got to stop the same message over and over. Let's figure out where the source of this is from. Um, Do I think it was a quote unquote independent study? No. Mm -hmm. Do I think he paid some hackers to figure it out? Absolutely. Um, But you know, as a president, CEO, whatever, you can't say, Hey, I paid a bunch of people to go and figure out where all our troll comments are coming from. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, the long-term aspect of it is when you're trying to do brand deals and things like that. And, you know, unfortunately, social media is a place where they go to look to see, okay, well, do we want to support this product? What are the people saying? Is is this product friendly enough for us to be able to get behind it? And if you look at their comments, you know, if it's all troll comments bashing a company, then it messes up business. Yeah. I can yeah, understand from both yeah. points of views. Um, but like I said, it just came from from super left field. And Tony still never addressed the big soul situation, big swole situation mm-hmm. properly to me. And mm-hmm. I don't think that he handled that correctly. There's a lot of things I don't feel as though he handled correctly. But that, to me, is definitely one of the things that I don't think that he handled correctly. So, mm-hmm. Tony Khan, we need you to, to get it together. You're still not taking the hard-hitting questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke in our group chat a little bit about AEW's wrestling school. 
And it's the nightmare factory. It's in Atlanta. <laughs> it's the nightmare factory. And I think the irony of that is wow. that Cody is now not a part of AEW anymore. And mm-hmm. how are you still training at the nightmare factory? Cody, how do you feel about this? How does this work? Did, are you guys still talking? Allegedly, y'all stopped talking and that's why you left. There's just so many different right. variables. It's like a crazy family uh, in a long shot. So I think trying to figure out what they do, because they have so much going mm-hmm. on. I was watching old dark matches and I'm like, what happened to Matt Seidel? I don't see him anymore. Right, um, yeah. There's a lot of people on, on AEW Dark that was like, Miro, what happened to Miro? Like, a lot of the people right. that, if you go back and look, when AEW was like, for me, mm-hmm. in its prime height before the CM Punk's, Daniel Bryan's, all that. Where are right. they? Right, uh, exactly. Ruby Soho. Yeah. You made a big deal about her not even a year ago. Mm-hmm. She's not even on TV anymore. So, yeah. like, what are we... What are we doing? AEW, what's what's going on? It, it's a lot of chaos, it seems, right now. And right. it's very apparent from a fan point of view. So I can only imagine how it looks on a business point of view. But what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? What do you think of AEW now? Well, <laughs> well it, kind, of, kind of going back to what I've always said about them, they've always come off as WCW-like to me. Like, okay, let's, whatever the biggest name was, no matter what promotion they came from, let's snatch them up. And they're, they like to create this short-term buzz, but there's no long-term vision, right? So they had to have, like, the Miros, the Ruby Sohos. Okay, so now that you've had them, we haven't seen Miro in, like, almost a year. Ruby Soho, she's well, she's going to be on the Owen Hart um, classic now, but we haven't seen her since um, the last match she had for the TBS championship. But it's like, you know, once you get these talent, what are you planning to do with them? There's there's no vision there. There's no there's nothing for the long term for them. So that's my thoughts. And and unfortunately, I, I don't want to speak ill on anybody. But I eventually see them kind of imploding on themselves eventually. That's kind of what I see happening if they don't rein in the business and kind of work with what they have now. I definitely agree, especially after they went and they had um, that new guy help beat up Samoa Joe this past Wednesday, the NBA player. No one knew who he was. Who, Who was that? Where did he come from? What do you not have? You've bought ROH, so now you have the mm-hmm. ROH roster mm-hmm. essentially, right? What are you? It's just he's in over I'm his head. I think, I, I think yeah, the I think, cocaine yeah. is really great. I think the cocaine is great <laughs> um, because we knew, unfortunately, that Minoru Suzuki mm-hmm. was going to lose the belt. It just made sense because. At yeah. some point, he has to go back to Japan. So it makes sense mm-hmm. for you to have someone who is stateside to hold the Ring of Honor belt. Cool. Right. Um, but now you bring now Jay Lethal is back. There was a whole thing with him and the speaking out movement and what had allegedly happened with him. So they kept him away for a while, which made sense. Try to wait for it to die down, you know, get some truth right. on it, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then now he's back with somebody else. They got a box and, and then this random guy, it goes dark. And I'm like, okay, cool. Normally when it goes dark, it's like some big names about to pop up. Right. That, yeah. As and a that's wrestling fan, that's yeah. what you expect. Yeah. Or right. with them, I'm expecting the house of black. So I'm like, okay, cool. Alistair mm-hmm. Black about that's to be it. in this or Malachi yeah. Black, whichever is going by. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then you see some rent. You're like, who in the right, like, world? Who is this? Is this? <laughs> and what is he doing? Yeah. So th- mm-hmm. I think right now they're just all over the place. I honestly feel like mm-hmm. Cody and Brandy leaving really messed with them in long term. And now they're right. scrambling. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure mm-hmm. out what to do because I guess he didn't realize how much Cody did. And mm-hmm. I feel like they can't find a replacement for him right now so they're he's just kind of like oh now i gotta be president and i gotta do evp work and i feel like they're, uh-huh. they're scrambling so and he's not a I'm wrestling excited guy to so kind it's of like it's gonna be even harder yeah yeah he he's, he's not gonna understand like they go to him and be like hey you know what about this move instead or how should i make this mm-hmm. look or what about blah, blah, right. blah. so i think that them not knowing it'll definitely be you know, I'm excited to see what they're going to do mm-hmm. in regards to that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's crazy, but I, I think this is the beauty of having options as a wrestling fan. Um, if you don't like one product, you can go to another one. You can watch another one and get what you need, get your fix <laughs> while you wait for one to get their act together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you have more yeah. than enough product. Literally, oh, yeah. there's wrestling on almost every single day of the week. Well, definitely Monday yeah. through Friday. There's always mm-hmm. something to watch. One day you can always watch something new, something old, something blue, as the saying goes. Right. But you definitely have multiple, multiple options for you if one thing is not good enough for you and you want to try something else. But I definitely want to yes. get into this title unification. Um, I know that you yes. had some thoughts in regards to New Japan and their title unification. So let us hear. Yeah. Well, um, title unifications. I know we recently saw one at Mania. And you know, I'm sure people have thoughts about that. But New Japan had a big title unification um, at not this past year's um, Wrestle Kingdom, but the one before where they unified the IWGP heavyweight title and the IWGP intercontinental title. Um, So you add both of them together, you get the new IWGP world heavyweight title. Um, And is it really good to unify? Was it really good for them to unify the titles? At this point, I would say no. Because it leaves a lot of guys who are definite title holders to kind of linger. Um, So you have Naito, who is also notoriously known for the Intercontinental title. You have Akota Ibushi, whenever he comes back, he's another one that can hold that title and who was also working to kind of elevate it um, back to Nakamura status, who was synonymous with the belt. So I think it, it didn't really work out for them in the end because there's a lot of people left, like I said, without titles who definitely deserve them. Um, 
And it, it's not really the first time doing it, but kind of going back to the WWE and their title unification. Um, I think it, it's left a lot of um, guys there who also could have had titles kind of strength, scrambling a little bit. And now they're planning to unify the tag team titles. I mean, if anything, it's going to cause those um, champions to work, I guess, double time, a little bit extra when they probably shouldn't have to. Because you have two brands, why not keep two titles, right? Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, but what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I just think it, it kind of leaves, it leaves a, some folks hanging, in my opinion. But what do you think about that? So I remember when they merged the titles back at Russell Kingdom two years ago. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, it was two years ago. Um, yeah. And I believe Naito was the first ever unified champion, if I'm correct. Didn't uh, didn't he beat, um, what does it, he beat Okada to unify the titles? I think he beat to unify well, the titles. Well, it was, uh, it was Ibushi who was the first um, world champion. Ibushi was mm-hmm. so Ibushi beat Naito at Wrestle Kingdom to unify the right. titles, mm-hmm. and then was it yeah. the next day after he lost to Naito? Well, no, Naito never had the world title. What you're talking about the two belts? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I remember when they had the two belts, and then they made right. it where they would unify it at Wrestle Kingdom. Right. So, so who won? So they, yeah. Yeah, who so won that, that was, first title match? That was either that might have been that might have been Naito, who had the first two belts. All right, let's see. When did they unify the belts? Uh, I am looking. Okay, because so that was pretty was interesting after- because. Okay, that was interesting. Because I see it. it kind of bounced around. Yeah, yeah, it was all over the place. So Ibushi, he defeated Naito to have both the belts at Wrestle Kingdom. So you're right, because mm-hmm. I remember that match, and I remember Naito looked so good when he came out. I was like, okay, Naito, I I see you, I see you. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I'm thinking. I don't know why I thought that he was the one who was the first unified, but I guess not. I guess my, my brain is a little messed up. Um, but I will say that since they unified it, um, and from some of the nutrient that I did get to see, I agree with you. I, I don't fully agree in unifying belts, especially if it's a mid-card belt <clears throat> right. with like a heavyweight mm-hmm. belt. It just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense because then you are taking out the aspect of those mid-carders. You know, like we described before, not everyone can be a top star. And that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. it's okay to want someone that is a mid-carder to be like, hey, you know, at some point I would love to see you win the title belt. But it's not always meant for everyone, you know? Right. We can't get freaking Yano to be the top guy in in New Japan. It's just not going to happen, you know? It's okay. That's not for him. Right. You know, I... I can't see show or yo being a top guy, you know. I can't mm-hmm. see evil being a top guy. But 
you know? And it's interesting because he actually held the two belts um, in 2020 himself after he won the New Japan Cup. Um, 2020. You see how memorable that was? Yeah. And and like I said, that was a really weird time because like I said, it was right in the middle of, well, the pandemic had just kicked off. So that really threw New Japan through a loop anyway, right? And then Mm -hmm. um, they had the two titles floating around and and from my understanding, it was Kota Ibushi who actually proposed to um, uni- well, unify and then have a new world title, um, the design and everything. Um, and I and I think and I think a lot of people in New Japan probably didn't like that so much because it was you know the old title was it wasn't properly retired. And then on top of that, there was a tradition behind it. So it's like, now you're saying we want us to start over and have like a whole new, pretty much start from, you know, number one and then start all over again. Um, Which actually kind of, I think it in some ways led to Okada walking around with that title after he won the G1. So, um, but yeah, I don't think the title unification has really worked out well for them. Because now, as far as like mid card goes, you have what the never open weight, and then IWGP, which is also now currently in limbo because Sonata had to um, relinquish the title because of his broken orbital bone. So he's he can't even defend the title anymore. So that's now up for grabs at Wrestling Duntaku. Um, but yeah, those are the only two mid card titles left if you consider the tag team titles kind of mid card, but. Um, yeah, I don't think the title unification has really worked out well for them. And I'm really curious to see on how WWE treats um, the title unifications here. So, yeah, let's, let's I'm see. I'm definitely excited to see how they're going to do it, especially with Roman having both. I want to see what right. they're going to So who who is going to face him next? I think that's the the big thing is, you know, are they going to lead up for Roman versus Cody during SummerSlam? What mm-hmm. what are they trying to do with these with the titles now? You know, the other question that we also need to figure out is is it going to be Cody if it's not Cody then who on SmackDown right, are they going to have? Right. Because we've we've already went through that process, you know. Are they going to try to push for Seth is the Miz going to get another run? It looks like Miz has just been more so helping the um, right. celebrity entertainment when it comes to mm-hmm. it. So right. who else can you put in that part? And then now they're talking about unifying the tag titles. It's like, right? are we about to do yes. budget cuts soon again? Because <laughs> how many people do you have? How many people are you about right. to like keep in catering right. so that way we can get this done? So there's a lot of different questions that I have in regards to these title unifications and, and what they're going to do. But who do you think that they'll have face Roman for the belt? Um, well, to be honest with you, um, and, and I think we kind of talked about this in a group chat too. We talked about title reigns for a little bit and is, is it possible for a title reign to drag on too long? Um, I think after a while, I think Roman's title reign may drag on for too long. And they're going to need somebody possibly like a Brock, but they talked, they took him off of a live show. So who knows what his future is going to be now? Um, 
outside of that, maybe it's going to have to be a Cody or a Seth, to be honest. Um, I don't really see anyone else on that roster with even a, a remotely big enough name to begin to challenge Roman. And if that's what they're going to do, they're going to start building that those um, storylines now. Like it's going to have to be the right buildup, or else it's going to seem rushed and forced, and you know it's not going to look right. So <laughs> I agree. I don't know, but they and just, also I they just do, feel like do not they keep the dropping the ball with storylines. Why do we keep dropping the ball with the story? You know, mm-hmm. Charlotte and Rhonda, horrible story. They need to definitely do something better. They got to get it together because it's it's not looking good. Like these stories that they're yeah. trying to build are just looking atrocious. Right. And now we have um, Tommaso Ciampa who was called up. And I'm interested to see on where where they put him as far as like storyline. I'm not going to talk any titles yet because he's still fresh called up, but... Just looking to see what kind of storyline it is. Also, Champa. Yeah. I also want to see because they uh, broke up uh, Grayson Waller and uh, Veer's partner. I didn't even remember that Veer had a partner. So allegedly, they broke them up because he's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what they do with them. And then you know, Wait, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, Veer had a partner. Originally, it was Veer and his partner who was with Grayson Waller in NXT. Um, he was there, but then Veer was, you know, we've been waiting for him to come to Monday Night Raw. And his partner was there with Grayson Waller. Uh, they both were together, oh, if you remember, okay. with uh, Jinder Mahal. So, oh, Shanky? That's, yes. Okay, okay. So he's he was now in NXT under a whole different name. So Wow. Okay. Yeah, he is with this guy that's called Grayson Waller. No one likes Grayson Waller. Um, He's from, I think they said Survivor Australia is where he was mm-hmm. originally from. So, you know, he has um his own thing kind of going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to kind of see what they're going to do also with Grayson Waller. I'm, I'm not a fan of Grayson Waller as far as his character, just because I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I mean, is it just right. like some smug Australian dude? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I think again, NXT has to do a little bit better with building his character. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so he got called up. Raquel Gonzalez got called up. Um, Natty's now back in NXT. Yeah, going she is. against yeah. Cora Jade. So mm-hmm. I like that they're now implementing, hey, you know, let's bring some of the stars down to NXT. Right. And kind of, yeah. And also, it proves to my hot take. Put NXT mm-hmm. on before WrestleMania. Because then people will want to watch the product. People are going to be more excited to see what they have going on. You hear Natty's there. Right. If Sasha Banks was to go back down to NXT, oh, you know how many people would watch? Put oh, some yeah. of your big, big stars. Like, I'm not saying Natty's mm-hmm. not a big star, but she's Natty. She's not a Sasha Banks. You know, she's not a Bianca mm-hmm. Belair. You know, put a huge, huge person on there and give them that chance to kind of help their viewership. You know, I think mm-hmm. them moving to Tuesdays also kind of hurt because I'm so used to Wednesdays, Wednesdays and watching NXT. Yeah. 
even this past Wednesday, I was like, oh, snap, NXT is on. And I was like, oh, nope, wrong one. It's actually Dynamite. Like, mm-hmm. they got so used to doing on Wednesdays. Unfortunately, they, you know, long term, they lost the Wednesday, Wednesday night wars because now you're on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I think that mm-hmm. put a bigger name down in NXT, you know, have them go there, do a couple matches, kind of like how Dolph did, now Natty, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kind of help that for that build. And I think it'll be better, you know, but the way that they're also sending some people off in NXT is a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't it think, is. like, what was the point of Raquel and um, Dakota Kai winning the tag champions at Stand and Deliver to then right. the next week, that Wednesday, for them to drop the belt? And then Friday, Raquel is like, what? That just made no sense. For long term yeah. booking, it just it just didn't make sense to me. So, I think trying to go in regards to the new call ups is something that I am excited to kind of see, and mm-hmm. hopefully they do something good. Like you said, if Trump is going to be on Raw or SmackDown, no, we don't want him in the title. But at this point, we're kind of you know it's not really that many options. That's kind of all we we kind of yeah. and. I definitely don't want to see Drew compete for the title anymore. I think we've been there, done that multiple, mm-hmm. multiple times, especially during the pandemic era. So I am right. over Drew being in the title. Um, I know that they just broke up Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss. Yeah. Corbin. Yeah. So are they, maybe they're going to see what Madcap can do by himself. And maybe that will be one or... Are we going to give Happy Corbin a chance again? It's just, there's mm-hmm. so many different variables on what they can do. I just want to see what creative and Vince have for them and see mm-hmm. where they kind of go from there on how they use everyone. Because right now, right. Roman don't have nobody to really face. And unifying tag titles, just all those tag teams, it just doesn't make sense. It just, to me, it just right. smells like a mass layoff coming soon. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not with their title unifications. Don't don't unify the titles. Leave them as is and kind of go from there. And then the rumor on the street with AEW, which I almost forgot to mention, is that they're coming Mm. out with a trios title. So Dynamite, yeah, kind of like how ROH had their uh, three man uh, title. Okay. Okay. It's kind of the same thing. So, or maybe they're just going to implement the Ring of Honor title and put that for the title. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just AEW really has a lot of chaos going on, and it's very apparent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just trying to see what they'll do, and also what WWE is going to do. I think right now wrestling is kind of in this weird reset period after WrestleMania. Um, right. Mm-hmm. For AEW, it's crazy to see what they're going to do because Double or Nothing is a month away in Vegas, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm thinking about attending. But um, I have no clue what their story is going to be. I've been trying to keep up, but there's no real, like, true, true storytelling going on right now. Everything is kind of like, okay, you tell a few stories for, like, a match that's coming up in, like, two weeks. Then you tell that story, they beat each other, and it's like, okay, what's next? Like, the only story story going on right now that I see is more so with Dan Housen and Hook. And Mm -hmm. and that's really it. 
Um, you know, I've yeah. been yeah. watching and I'm like, okay, so what's the news story going on? And then also MJF and Wardlow and them telling that story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going to be on double or nothing. I can see that happening. But as far as Adam Cole and Hangman Adam Page, they're going to have their final match next week, allegedly. I believe it's next mm-hmm. week uh, for the AEW World Championship. And then what's next? Right. Like, like, and then what? Who? Who? So are we like leading up to him facing CM Punk? You know, it's just, it's, it's so much chaos. I need them to just, it's about to be a yeah. big pay-per-view. I need you to hyper-focus and figure out, okay, here's the card. Here's the stories we need to tell. Let's let's do that, and then we can have like most other wrestling companies filler matches in between. But it's like every yeah. week it's something else. Then so it's like it's too jumbled. Mm-hmm. Everyone is too jumbled right now. Even Dairy is super jumbled right now because we had Miz face Cody, but mm-hmm. then at the beginning they had a Miz TV, and in the end of the show they face each other, and it's just it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! It's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my head is spinning get me off of this ride thank you very much so yeah and that was yeah and that's all on raw so we don't know what's going on on smackdown so yeah i don't know it, are they going to unify the brands i, I don't know might please, as well at this point i guess right no no i'm against it i'm not i'm not for it i'm actually against it so hopefully they don't and hopefully both of these companies just get themselves together and get their lives together because it's really all over the place. But the last topic that we yeah. had for tonight's show is <laughs> wrestling stands. Um, if you know me, I stand one man as <laughs> everyone who knows me knows. And, uh, you know, it's Kenny Omega until the day I die. That man can do nothing wrong in my book. Uh, <laughs> he is my fave. You can't tell me mm-hmm. anything bad about that man. Um, you know, that's just me. But I have my reasoning for being a huge fan. I wouldn't say a stan. I am a huge <laughs> fan. You know, uh, for me, mm-hmm. a stan is someone who, oh, you're staying at this hotel? Let me go over here. Or, oh, oh my God, yeah. like, I'm going to get him tattooed on me. I would, I'm not doing that. Uh, I love that man but I would not get him tattooed on me anywhere on my body. Um, that's not... Maybe I should have picked a different word then. <laughs> no, Stan, Stan is a good <laughs> word. I think you can be a huge exactly. fan. I know some Stans. And I don't judge anyone who chooses to, you know, get tattoos of their favorite wrestlers or things like that. I would never judge anybody for doing that. If that's what you want to do, it is your body, your choice, you know? So you are more than entitled... Yeah, I wouldn't go that far to do that um i will say if me loving the love i have for kenny omega and how much i definitely would want to see more of him especially his time in new japan was of course my favorite time of kenny's um you know if if that makes me a stand then i will take stand in that aspect but i don't go to super extremes of like sending hate messages or being like oh boy who attacked seth rollins like i Oh yeah. gosh, we. I wouldn't say that. I think those are extreme, extreme stands. But right. stand in a sense of like, in a good way. Like, oh, I stand this wrestler, you know, because mm-hmm. I really, really, really like him. Then yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a Kenny Omega stand. I'm a Carmel. I am definitely, definitely, definitely a Carmelo Hayes stand. You know, 
when he shoot, he don't miss. So shout out right. to Carmelo Hayes. He, he, he the one. He is the one. We need the A champ to get his belt back, um, which he is working on right now. If you watch NXT this week, but I'm yeah. definitely a Carmelo Hayes, Bianca Belair, and of course Kenny Omega. Stan, what about you? Who do you, in the good term of Stan, who do you? Stan? Yes, in the good term. Yes, in the good term of Stan, I stand. Shingo Takagi. So yes, it's it's all New Japan for me. I'm I might be a New Japan stand. I don't know. I haven't really decided yet. But I stand Shingo Takagi, definitely. And I'll tell why? you why. Okay, let's look at what he's done in say two years. Because he's only been with the company, I think, two, three years. He did a lot in two years than it takes a lot of wrestlers, maybe five, six years to do. So let's look at how he started out. He started out as a junior heavyweight, which if you looked at him, you wouldn't think, wow, this guy is totally not a junior heavyweight. But hey, he may do what he was given. He ran through the division and then say, okay, I'm going to bump it up. So now he's a heavyweight. Um, He had a really great run for the never open weight. So those matches he had with Tanahashi, Minoru Suzuki, um, Jeff Cobb, those were like really great matches. So if you ask anybody uh, what they thought about his work then, they say he was really good. And I think that's when really people started to catch on with him, including myself. Um, Fast forward to 2021. Um, He does really well in the New Japan Cup the year before. He does well in the G1 the year before. And now he's pretty much said, okay, now I'm going to put myself into the title picture. The IWGP World Heavyweight title was pretty much hanging after being vacated by Will Ospreay, right? Um, So he said, okay, I'm going to step up. He stepped up, beat Okada for the title at Dominion. And had a pretty incredible six-month run. So really look at the time it took for him. They put himself in that position. It was six months and then another six months to have a really great run. And this guy did not miss in 2021. 2021 was his year. He had really great matches with Zack Sabre Jr. at Power Struggle. He had really great matches with Tanahashi at um, Summer Struggle. Um. I mean, like I said, this guy really can't miss. And he's charismatic in the ring. Like He's natural. It's like you have no choice but to look at him. And also, the uh, Tokyo Sports actually uh, gave him the MVP for 2021, which is, which is huge honor. Those awards, they don't hand out to just anybody. So if you really want that to know... That is definitely huge. New- yeah, so if you want to look at who carried New Japan through the pandemic, Shingo Takagi did it. Like if you look at that new world title, to see it to see it on him, you know that was made for him. And that doesn't happen too often. You know, oftentimes a title may make a person, but when you see a title and the person it was made for get together, it's like wow. So yeah, Okada's a champion now, which I'm not surprised with because I knew they were going to try to have him carry through the 50th anniversary, right? But at Wrestle Kingdom, he's got to be back in the title picture and get that title back and 
carry them through 2023. Like, it's got to happen. That title is his. It was made for him. No questions asked, no period, no commas. Like, he's he's it. Like, seriously it. And I was online kind of looking at some um, comments being made about him that kind of pretty much echoes what I said. Um, and one particular one is from cagematch.net. Um, how do you pronounce this? Kung. So Kung wrote, without this man, New Japan would have been a much bleaker promotion to watch in both 2020 and 2021. Shingo is one of, if not the best big match wrestler in the entire sport right now. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I, I would have to agree. Like, he, he's it. Intense charisma, outstanding performer. Every time he steps to the ring, there's magic. The intensity, the speed, the power, the charisma, and the sheer athleticism this guy possesses is just freaking awesome. His matches with Will Ospreay is a much watch for any pro wrestling fan to watch. Hey, man, she goes it. Like, <laughs> if there was any person I had to stand in wrestling right now, I'm glad I made the choice that I did because, like I said, he's it. Like, and he, he needs to he needs to have that title because it, it was made for him. It really was. <laughs> but I see the listeners, so listen, tell me who do you who do you stand in wrestling right now? Drop some voice notes. Let us know what you're thinking. Definitely. I definitely want to know who are they standing in wrestling right now. Yeah. And I'm glad Greg's not in here because we'll oh be hearing <laughs> that name. Oh Lord. I know he would say that's who he would stand. And uh, for those who doesn't know, Greg is also one of the co-hosts for the YBAB Sports Desk that is also live on stereo on Mondays. And right now, Greg is currently standing Nikita Lyons. Um, if you haven't been on Twitter, you know, yeah, she's she's just uh, spreading wildfire on Twitter. And yeah. Greg says that's his girl. So that's who he's standing right now in regards right. to wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I know why. I Wrestling-wise, <laughs> I don't know why. But looks-wise, I can understand why he is. But mm-hmm. her wrestling, to me, is not there yet, I feel like. She can definitely yeah. get there. Uh, she's definitely improving from when she first, first started with mm-hmm. 30 and more so with definitely. NXT. So, you know, I'm excited to see. I like the matches she had with Lash Legend the other day. I thought two mm-hmm. powerhouse women battling it out. That was a, yeah. considering that they're both new in regards to right. NXT and, and, you know, being on TV and working camera and angles and things like that, which for us, we're like, oh, they messed up here. They messed up there. But it's a lot harder than it seems. It's not as easy as it comes across, you know, and I will always, always praise anyone who is Mm -hmm. one trying to better themselves in wrestling, but anyone who even wants to do wrestling period, it is not an easy thing. You know, Mm -hmm. um, people love to say that wrestling is fake. It's not real, et cetera, et cetera. But I tell each and every one of them, have you taken a bump? Mm -hmm. You know, Logan Paul even said recently that it hurts. He's like, yeah, these guys are true performers. Like, there's no real cushion. It's not no big, yeah. oh, yeah, you're just falling on a bed. No, no, you're falling on wood, homie. You're falling <laughs> Some on of wood. these yeah. people that are in the Indies, they're falling on straight metal. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to 
give praise where praise is due. So for mm -hmm. them, for this to be like their first, like, I won't say their first match, but for them to have built that story and then for them to be right. kind of tell the story, I, I think that they did great. And I'm excited to see what happens with them. I'm, I'm excited to see more from them. Right. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely, definitely will say though, like I said, Carmelo Hayes for me, I am, I am definitely a Carmelo Hayes stand account. Uh, if you follow my personal <laughs> Instagram, then you will know I am a Carmelo Hayes stand account. I will always be a Carmelo Hayes stand account yeah. until whenever. Uh, but main roster wise, you know, it's Bianca for me. Um, I'm trying to think who who else I'm really like digging. It's for me right now. I'm more so just excited to see what they're going to do with the women. The women will always be mm -hmm. for me my main focus to see what's going on. Right, but yeah, I also male wise. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I'm loving Roman's new character. I wouldn't say I'm a Roman. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I love his character growth. I love seeing what they're doing with the bloodline and mm -hmm. everything. Um. But there's no one male male wise on the main roster for WWE that I'm like, yeah, you know, I wanna I wanna see more of or what they do of. None of the males are really really doing that for me right now. So I'm actually looking to see. But we have our first voice note of the night. Shout out to Gary from Mania Club. Let's hear what he has to say. Just wanted to say it was it was nice uh, spending some time with you both. WrestleMania weekend definitely didn't have a chance to spend enough time with Cashley, and and I regret that. But being so busy that weekend, uh, you know, I hope to have a do over maybe uh, in LA. But as far as standing, um, you know, this isn't anything new. But I've always been a pro Lesnar fan, and. Uh, whether it's part-time, full-time, doesn't matter. The guy's money, uh, he comes and brings it all the time. He's very versatile, more than what people give him credit for. Um, and the other person I would stand for, I guess, is Sasha. Um, I, can, I, can, I can take boss time all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, def well, as far as L.A. goes, Gary, um, yes, I would definitely be there. Um, I will be trusting the process, which means I'll be following Pam's lead the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so just wanted to say that first. Um, secondly, as far as Lesnar, I love where his character is now. Um, he seems more he seems more loose and more comfortable, um, despite what he's bad battling with as far as like his anxiety, which. It doesn't come across on camera, which is really good. Um, so, yeah, I love where he is now. He's more open. He's funny. He's comedic. I mean, <laughs> and of course, he's still dangerous in the ring. But like I said, his character is, is definitely great now. It's not. It's hard not to love Lesnar now. So. Who doesn't love Cowboy Lesnar? I think yeah. everyone kind of likes the change in Lesnar. You know, him without Paul Heyman. Gold, gold. Him yeah. saying his own intro, hilarious, right. hilarious in a good way, not in a bad way. You know, not making fun of him, but more so like, wow, he didn't really need Paul. Mm -hmm. um, you yeah, know, Paul right now with Roman is it's money right now, 
and mm-hmm. Lesnar by himself is also money right now. Yeah. And I agree. Sasha, another one. Sasha yeah. did no wrong for me. Her and Naomi mm-hmm. winning literally oh, almost man. brought tears to my eyes because literally that's that's all I wanted. Not only just for Sasha, for her to, you know, finally, finally get over her losing streak at Mania, but also mm-hmm. for Naomi because I feel like they don't use her. Like, they tried mm-hmm. to make her heal. That's that's not her. That's not who right. she is. But her being with Sasha is kind of like the yin and yang. The, the yin, yin and, and yang. yang. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are definitely like each other's opposites as far as character because Sasha could be the bad guy and Naomi could still be the good guy, yep. you know, and, and play up yep. her strength. Like, I feel like Naomi is a good wrestler. I feel like they just don't give her enough time to show and prove. But on matches mm-hmm. that she had to show and prove, specifically the match where she actually won her first ever SmackDown Women's t- Championship right. yeah. against Alexa Bliss. And we know Alexa, take no bumps, Bliss, you know, mm-hmm. was just kind of there. Naomi put on a banger for what it was worth and with the time that right. she had. So mm-hmm. I think that her being in this tag with Sasha and giving her the time to actually go and wrestle and do more singles matches and, and right. be in a situation mm-hmm. where you have to defend the title. You know, you got to wrestle more. You got to show right. improve. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they're going to do with Boss and Glow, as they call mm-hmm. them. Uh, so yeah. I'm definitely excited for that. Now, as far as Mania next year in L.A., I'm excited for Mania next year in L.A., but I'm also not excited for Mania next year in L.A. I'm excited because, you know, it's at SoFi, and I've been to SoFi this year. I did work the Super Bowl this year at SoFi, so I got a little bit of a glimpse inside the stadium, what it looks like. You know, seating, mm-hmm. even like high up seats, you know, how it looks like to be from up there or the 300 mm-hmm. levels. Um, and I did start kind of sending pictures to Gary to yeah. you know, kind of give him a clue as to, okay, hey, you know, people are trying to sit in this section. This is what it'll look like, um, mm-hmm. you know. So just to try to help as much as I can, because, you know, you have to prepare for a mania a year. Oh, ahead. Yeah. People have already. That's true book their hotel um right so and i'm like jesus christ like calm down yeah uh but i don't i also don't judge them because again you know it's for me it's always trust the process i just know going forward um for next year i know that miss cashley won't be in the same hotel as me <laughs> well I, well i definitely will like i said uh, this this year um the you know the signals was crossed but you know next year we're definitely planning a lot better. So yes, yes. Next year she will finally trust the process. So trust I'm excited for that. <laughs> and hopefully we can get Cashley to come to SummerSlam this year. If so, then Gary, you will see her at SummerSlam in Nashville. Yeah. In yeah. July. Which, you know, is gonna be a real tight one for me because my baby's birthday is five days before SummerSlam and I'm so uh. used to SummerSlam being in August. So I don't don't ask me how I'm about to to do this but i'm about to you know trust the process like i always do and make it work if you do want to go to SummerSlam this year and you're looking to get a sweet ticket uh, yeah mania club, yeah mania club is is where to go you know they have a yeah. pin post on there they have, they have facebook yes they do <laughs> thanks lily <laughs> they have facebook mm-hmm. and they have a twitter they have an instagram you can hit them up you can hit up gary directly to get sweet tickets for SummerSlam. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you've never been to one of the big four, I definitely suggest 
trying to go to at least one. That's one thing I will right. say. As my journey as a wrestling fan, getting to do at least one of the four is definitely great. I'm trying to complete my big four this year, so I will definitely be in attendance at SummerSlam and, unfortunately, Trash Boston um, for Survivor Series. <laughs> but once I complete my big four, I don't have to do it anymore, and that's the only reason why I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nashville, July 30th, again, if you want sweet tickets, just look up Mania Club. Uh, you can yeah. Google it. You can look for it on any social media that you have and get in contact with Gary. Gary is the man. He is the point of contact and he will definitely make sure that you're good. And you can tell him that we sent you, you know, yeah. let him know. Say, hey, definitely. Pod. I want to know about SummerSlam and he'll definitely he'll take good care of you. He's definitely as Cashley can show. He is a good person to mm-hmm. definitely talk to in regards to like anything that they're doing with Mania Club. So yeah. once again, we'll always shout out Mania Club. Shout out to them for being so awesome. And yeah. of course, shout out to the, the Y Baby Sports Desk. Mm-hmm. Our other co-host, Lou, is in the audience. Shout out to you, Lou. You're you're awesome sauce. I know you're not feeling too well and that's why you ain't sending no voice notes, which is okay. We still love you. <laughs> but shout out yes. to them again here on Stereo live Mondays anywhere between 8.30 to around 9.30 we're live it just depends on you know how our main host Q is feeling that week but we have to end off this week with a hot take and last week mm-hmm. I started and I had two so it is on <laughs> you this week to give your wrestling hot take which I honestly think that you gave one during the show but mm-hmm. If you have another one, I'm definitely <laughs> down to hear it. So what is your wrestling hot take for this week? Um, my wrestling hot take. Um, since we're, we've been spending the majority of the show talking about New Japan, I will just say that I'm over Okada as a champion. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's, that's that? my hot take. Why is um, that? Well, for one, I mean, and I can understand why they're doing it, but for one, I want to see, I want to see what's next. Um, and the fact that they have others that can hold that title and carry them into the 2022s and beyond. It's like, okay, he, he did a lot with his 725-day reign. Give the guy some rest at this point. <laughs> and it's really interesting because I showed you an Instagram video that was posted of him and you thought, wow, he looked kind of like he was aging a little bit. And Okada's still really a lot of it for him. Yeah. So for him to look like that is, yeah, they got him doing too much. You have others you can lean on, especially the one that I stand, Shingo Takagi. Okay. Just putting that out there. He's, he can carry the title now. Give Okada a break. We already know how great he is. His legacy is cemented. Let's move on now. That is a super, super hot take. Uh, I'm trying to think. What is my hot take for this week? I will say my hot take for this week has to deal with AEW. 
Um, cause I feel like I haven't gotten an AW hot take in a while. So <laughs> my AW hot take is I don't want CM Punk or Daniel Bryan to be the champion. I want them to give it to somebody random. I want them yeah. to give it to somebody like Orange Cassidy. So yeah, somebody out the blue, totally left field, mm-hmm. someone who's been with the company since day one, who's mm-hmm. worked their ass off, helped them throughout the panini, even though we're still in a panini, even though people act like we aren't. Um, I want them to give it to somebody else, someone who yeah. is not an ex-dirty person, someone who's not a big name person. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see something different you know um so right if you're not going to give it to orange cassidy let's see i would say hmm let me think if you're not going to give it to orange cassidy don't give it to christian again no, no. bring Meryl back give it to Meryl. yeah have Meryl be like the guest person and then give it to him you know mm-hmm. we're we're tired and I say we, meaning not just me. Yeah. We're all tired yeah. of seeing the same people in title pictures. So give us somebody new. You know, that's that's my hot take for this week with AEW. But and, and I agree. I totally agree with that. And unfortunately, I do see CM Punk eventually getting his hands on it. <laughs> Unfortunately, and the crowd is going to totally eat it up. So, and I I don't get the hype. I I guess that's another hot take. I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm not a CM Punk fan. I don't get the hype. I don't see why everyone is so obsessed with this man. I've tried. The time is passed. Like, not even times past. I'm just kind of like, bro. Give us somebody news. Like, stop bringing in, which I know, it's a great thing. He came back to wrestling. He said he wouldn't, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Cool, got it. Thanks. You know, understand. Right. But what about the people who have been there since day one? Why can't they get mm-hmm. that same fair chance? Right. Like, where's Where's their shot? You know, mm-hmm. you can't put everyone into a stable. This is not New Japan. Everyone doesn't belong in a stable. Everyone yeah. doesn't, like, like <laughs> come on. Give us, give us something new. Give us something better. And we know Lij is the best stable anyway. So nah, you bugging now. <laughs> now, now, now you got too much dip on your chip. I'm gonna need you to drop it and calm down. It's Bullet Club for life. Even though I don't like what they got going on, but we already know the true best stable of all time is, uh, and it's Bullet I Club. Mean, Throw it up. I mean, Lij pumps out champions. So I mean. I mean, are we really talking champions? Because so does Bullet Club. So yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I guess, I guess you I guess. Mean, I mean, yeah. the facts speak for themselves. <laughs> Every leader of Bullet Club has been champion. Every single one. Not yeah. even the people that are not even leaders have been champions. So we can't just say Lij pumping out leaders when. Bullet Club right there, baby. I mean, let's let's be honest. A lot of people didn't watch New Japan until Bullet Club, Kenny, Bucks, you know. So we, unfortunately, we, we don't acknowledge MS. I won't mention Mama, Mama, Mar. 
that's all I'll say of his name. He won't get no free promo <laughs> on this show because uh, we don't we don't support anything that has to do with minors on the show. So um, yeah, we can't say it's not Bullet Club. Bullet Club definitely put New Japan on the map, and that's part reason why they were mad at Kenny and the Bucks for leaving because they took all of their fans with them. They they took a mass part of their market with them. So, you know, New Japan, Bullet Club, you know, it kind of goes together. It's like Roman Reigns and WWE at this point. The Rocks don't code with WWE. Bullet Club and New Japan, that's how that, that's how that goes. But thanks to all the listeners who have tuned in. We appreciate each and every one of you. We will be back next week for a new episode of The Melon Mat. Oh, and oh, before we note. go, got a very last second voice note. Right? You know what? You you kick out at 2.9. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and play this voice note. My hot take is I'm never going to open the door to my hotel room to Pam, Pam at after uh, 1 a.m. to steal my liquor. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. I didn't steal it. Okay, it was borrowed. Okay, it was, it was borrowed, and I don't even think we drank. I mean, it was, I it was like a couple of swishes left in the bottle. You know, you make it seem like I, I took a whole bottle. It was like a gulp. If a gulp, yeah, left of alcohol. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll get you a Stella. What a Jamison shot. What has CU <laughs> in Nashville, since that is our go-to. Every time we go out, we have to have a Jamison shot and chase it with a Stella. So I will make sure that I go ahead and get you a swig, not even a swig of a shot, <laughs> like literally a lick of a shot of Jamison and call it a day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But until yeah, we need to figure out what the liquor laws in LA is ahead of time. So oh we, no, 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 no! It's not. It's 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 nothing like Texas. That I can definitely tell you. Okay, okay. Nothing like nothing like Texas. So, okay. Until next week, guys. We love you all. Check out our social media. Yes. We are on all socials. We will. I will be posting day two pictures and videos of WrestleMania this week, most likely tomorrow knowing my schedule. So until then, Ms. Cashley, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Um, I'm curious about this other hot take that you said I said during the show. I feel like I, 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 I feel like I said a lot. Like what did I what was the other hot take? I would say that your other hot take is that Shingo Takagi is the prime wrestler in wrestling right now. I would think that's oh, a good yes, one. Yes. 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 See, see, uh, you almost, yes, you, yes. that's a hot take. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be it a bit is. controversial. You know, sometimes it hot is, takes yeah. can just be, you know, personal truths, opinions. So yeah. I think that's a hot take. You know, people can say, gotcha. well, yeah. what about Roman? Or, that's you true. know, yeah. other people that are putting out banger matches. So mm-hmm. I would say that's a hot take. Yeah. All right. Okay. We will see you all next week here live on stereo and by sunday if our producer you know puts this out 
uh, it'll be live on everywhere you get your podcast. Thank you guys mm-hmm. so much for tuning in to us this week. Y'all are the best. Um, yes. It is Easter weekend. So if you celebrate mm-hmm. Easter, happy Easter. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I thought we were going somewhere else with this. But <laughs> 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 well, everyone has a great weekend. And I hope you enjoy. Until next week, see you guys. Peace and love, y'all.